four Midwest guys presents. Hello, Master. It's been a while. The name's Rex. We call him Fives. I'm Heavy. This is Echo. I'm Commander Cut. So, yes, sir! The Wars Command. Everybody and welcome back to Four Midwest Guys presents the Clone Wars Command. I am your host, B. Willie, and with me, he's back, Mr. Brian Eckenbauer. Hey, back. what's up? What's up? Glad to be back, man. Oh man, you aren't kidding, man. Took, I, took, we took a week off, you. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's difficult to do these things by it's, myself. It is, it is a struggle to do it by myself. It is, but you did all right. I watched. I appreciate that. I do, but it is. I'm more than happy to have you back. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to do something a little different this time. We're going to show you where you can find this real quick, like on social media and stuff uh, like that real quick. So uh, for those of you out there wondering uh, where to, to find this, uh, if you like the end of blanking this episode, you want to find out and find more episodes, different podcasts and whatnot that we do. Their best, your one-stop shop is uh, FordMidwestGuys.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash FordMidwestGuys. On Twitter, at FordMidwestGuys. Brian, they can find you where? At Eggzone. And that's on Stardust as well as Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Stardust at BWilly1977. Uh, you can find us on, we're on Instagram as well. That's the number four underscore Midwest underscore guys. Good old fashioned uh, email for MidwestGuys at gmail.com. And you can kind of see a, uh, a pattern here. It's pretty much for Midwest guys, right? So even when you search on YouTube, you just type in for Midwest guys right now and it'll bring up our page. So best place to go is the the number one stop is the website. Yep. And you can also find us on all of our um, audio stuff as well. Yes. Audio uh, on the website, like Podbean, our uh, Apple podcast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Follow, uh, follow like, and subscribe all, all the way across the board. We're really pushing YouTube right now by the way um so uh we're trying to get to 100 for our first 100 we're kind of new to youtube so make sure that you follow like and subscribe on there hit the little like i think it's the bell and the subscribe button so that you get alerted to every time we put something new on youtube plus like us and that, that helps us as well right that way we can get our uh we can do youtube slash for midwest guys because right now we got the generic uh like 17 digit yeah. code after youtube so we want to have our our own custom for midwest guys youtube However, in the meantime, you can just search for Midwest Guys for now. Um, and the other thing we just added that's brand new is the uh, the fan voicemail line. Uh, that you can, if you dial 1-859-363-5952, uh, you can leave your leave a voicemail. We just ask you to leave your, what's your name, where you're from, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. If it's about the Clone Wars, leave us a Clone Wars message. If it's about the Star Trek Picard or the, the new XFL Weekly Ink Zone show, mm -hmm. leave yourself a, leave yourself a message there about those shows. And if we really like the voicemail, guess what? You'll get put on the next show. So if you really want your voice to literally be heard out there, this is the way to do it. <laughs> Newsflash, you could be on the show. 859-363-5952. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Kane, for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into today's episode. Uh, season seven, episode two, a distant echo. This is the echo, 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 echo. this is the second episode in the Bad Batch arc. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, so right off the bat, uh, there's a little scene at the very beginning, and um, it's uh, Anakin and Rex kind of going back and forth. We got to do that thing. No, we don't. What thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we want to go to the ship and wait for the uh, wait for the orders to go? Uh, no, we, we, we got to go do that thing. 
What thing? Yeah, we no, got to we got to we got to think. Oh, 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 that thing. That thing. We don't have time for that thing. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's a little bit of a uh, what I thought was turning into a broke back moment, broke back mountain moment um, <laughs> between the two. Uh, but in reality, it's actually uh, Rex covering for his friend uh, for Skywalker to go talk to Padme. Mm -hmm. So he kind of takes his helmet, goes into their barracks, and. He's talking to her yeah. while he's standing guard, look out, look, looking out for Kenobi, right, or anybody else for that matter. Um, I think this 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 scene, as well as the rest of the episode, really shows a more personal side of between Skywalker and Rex, uh, where before the rest of the episodes up till now, it's just been kind of like a trust and battle. But I think this shows like an actual personal friendship between the two, mm -hmm. and they're actually pretty close. It turns out. Um, so um, I don't know. What do you think about the whole? Uh, you know, Rex covering for Skywalker and all that. I mean, it just seemed like something that they would do, um, you know, based on the fact that they've continually worked together yeah. over and over. It just seems like something they would do. And I, at first, you can't really tell if it's a... Um, he's just telling him to do it, and that's why he's doing it, or if it's he's doing it by friendship. Like, later on, we can we find out. Yeah. Like, during his conversation with Padme, and he's like, I worry that he's doing on his feelings, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you can tell he's worried about him. Right. Like, before that, he was just like, we had to do that thing. Yeah. Okay, well, give me your helmet. <laughs> yeah, it's like you orders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you could, couldn't tell, so. Yeah. Um, that there's, you know, and, and Padme kind of throws it back at, at, at Anakin. He's like, well, I wonder where he learned that from, you know, mm -hmm. going on your feelings and... And that also shows Anakin still uh, still thinks he can save everybody by himself. Right. And he's like, sorry, sorry, we're still here. Yeah. And like, she's like, did you think you were just gonna go there and just end it by yourself in one day? Yeah. He he really did. Yeah. He it's like, did you see Rogue One? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he really he has these he has a uh, the, the his biggest downfall to the dark side is just a, his attachments. We know that from Episode Three. You know, Yoda's like you know learn to lose those you you love. You know. He, he can't do that, and it's still very evident. Well, because he feels that he's he's better than everybody else, and he doesn't have to do that. Right, and that he's he can like, I can, save I can, anybody yeah, anytime. I can still save anybody, and I can have my connections. Yeah, so uh, overly confident <laughs> yeah. is his weakness, amongst other things, including his, his heart. Mm -hmm. um, you can tell, though, that this is before Revenge of the Sith, um, but it does show a hint, though, in, in this hologram that Padme is pregnant. I mean, she's holding her stomach... The whole time there's a little bit of a baby bump there, ever so slight, but it's there. Um, it, my question was, <laughs> how does Anakin not sense it or see it? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe he's just so focused on the battle. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, that's probably what it was. Because, you know, his, his mind's not in that kind of spot. Yeah. It's more so in the battle. And then Padme, you know, just talking to her. So, you know, he's not really paying attention. Yeah. I also realized that uh, when he's that um, this battle is is the when we get to Revenge of the Sith and he first sees Padme and says, "I never thought we'd make it back from the outer siege rims, rim battles." This is it. This is what mm -hmm. he's talking about. So we may only be like timeline wise, maybe weeks, maybe a month or so to a week weeks away from Revenge of the Sith actually starting and happening. That's how close well, we are. Well, didn't you say that this was supposed to take place during the same time? Yeah, it's, like it's going to overlap. It's going to overlap by the time we get yeah. to the last arc. Yeah, so that that's kind of that would make sense. Yeah, that, that we're that that close. Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, just real quick on the uh, I well, wanna... I don't know how how long was Revenge of the Sith? How long? Yeah, like time wise in time, the Star like, Wars time wise. Like, yeah, like not like like how long was the movie? Like how long like time frame was? Actual movie minutes. Yeah. Um, 
Like as like like as in like we're like, you know, it's not years. No, it's 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 probably like a week, if that. Revenge of the Sith is only a week, if that. Okay. It's, it's a couple days to a week. Because I was going to say, because she's if she's barely showing in this, that means that it's not overlap by a lot. Yeah, I mean, by the time we get to the Revenge of the Sith, she's wearing bigger clothes to hide yeah. an actual pregnancy yeah. by that point. So, yeah. so you're right. That could mean maybe we're a little farther away. A little further away, maybe three or four months. Yeah. So, um, actually, probably longer than that. Now I think about it. Um, but Just trying to help you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so let's talk about the uh, the Bad Batch ship real quick, just because I think it's cool looking. Oh, it is badass. It is badass looking. Um, I think... The Bad Batch Badass Ship. The Bad Batch Badass Ship. It's a mixture of a TIE Fighter meets Imperial Shuttle, maybe even a little bit of X-Wing in the cockpit. Um, it's just... I, I, I don't know. I, I I want that as a Lego ship, or I want that as a ship to play with. Yeah. Well, you know what is funny is I, I looked at it and I was like, it reminds me of um, the ship that they used to get in Return of the Jedi to get onto Endor. Yeah. Yeah. That, that the Imperial shuttle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it kind of looked like. But it also the um though you're right that the, the whole extra wings yeah almost looks like a like a defender. A defender, yeah, it's got like that whole tie fight, yeah, the tie fighter, the tie fighter skin, defender, yeah. yeah, yeah, to it. Um, it's it's just badass looking, in my opinion. It's uh, it's like taking the Imperial shuttle to the next level. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it, and then the inside yeah. was the inside was more of a shuttle. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, yeah, because it had two, it had two, uh, the cockpit, two, two, two seats two in the cockpit, the cockpit, yeah. and it expanded as it went back. Yeah. So it's it's more of a it looks more like a starfighter than and it was big it was, and it, and it was big enough for uh, what's his name yeah um, um, uh, wrecker wrecker so he's bench pressing some big piece of material or no it was it was a droid was it the droid he was bench pressing it, he was he was bench he was bench pressing one of those uh, um, the two foot droid um, the really famous one the clunky one. Oh, the uh, the gonk droid. Yes, is that what that was? Yes, I didn't even pay attention. So. Yes, okay. So I just thought it was cool. I thought we pointed out real quick, just because I, I think it's a badass little ship. What are you pointing to? I was pointing to the point of the, the ship. Pointing to the ship. Oh, okay. but I went like this. Yeah, I was like, where are you going? <laughs> it's hard when everything's in reverse. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the only other thing we really find out while they're on the ship, though, is that the bad bash doesn't report to anybody. Um, yeah, they really don't have anybody to report to. Which is kind of strange. So are they uh, are they like the A-Team? Are they mercenaries for hire? <laughs> um, or are they just this incredibly special elite force that nobody wants to work with? Because they're so hard to work with, maybe. That could be, or it could be that they they do report to somebody. Or they, and we'll find out down later down the road. That is. Because they seem to do only like the hardest suicide type missions and mm -hmm. things like that. So... All right, let's move on to the attack. The attack of the, the Poltex. I actually was able to pronounce something for once. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the Poltex are the primitive native species on uh, this uh, Skator Minor uh, planet where uh, Tamor Watt and the rest of them are. Mm -hmm. Or Watt Tamor, sorry. Yeah. Reverse that. Um, but uh, they're very good at flying on these like bat-like creatures. And yeah, they call them flying lizards. Flying lizards, yeah. Um, they even worship them, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me of Avatar. Yes, Avatar would be a very good uh, um, way of looking at it, a good, good example. Uh, the creatures themselves, the way they're animated, uh, remind me of uh, 
the uh, the Mortis trilogy when the mm -hmm. sun transforms into the dark side bat or whatever it yep. is. They kind of look like that. Um, it's a good little battle that kind of takes place between them and uh, uh, the Bad Batch. Skywalker meets the, the Poltex, so to speak. Um, I love how Crosshair says he's going for a ride when he uses the grappling hook and literally literally catches a ride and they're trying to swing him right. back and forth. Kind of Mandalorian-esque, kind of. In yeah. A way. Uh, I really enjoyed that, so I thought that was good. And it also, you know, the whole fighting thing kind of proves that the Bad Batch work very well with, well with Luke, well with, Luke, with Anakin Skywalker style of fighting. Mm -hmm. You know, very unorthodox, very fluid, yeah, fluid. Um, you know, very aggressive. Um, and I would say, if not for the Bad Batch and their fighting skills, I'd say that it probably would have got a lot worse. I think. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, Skywalker found a way eventually. But well, that, I think originally they were going to do like a like a peace kind of thing. Yeah. And it turned. Yeah. It turned because of the Bad Batch. Like it turned. You think they were to overly aggressive? Yes. Yeah. Man, that could be. Um, but after negotiations, eventually they decide to show him the way to the to the city. Yeah. Well, he told him. He said, he goes. Well, I'll take the I'll take the war away from here, yeah, and we'll never come back. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, we'll take you to the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like because you brought your war here, we don't want anything yeah. to do with it. Um, we next scene we get uh, the warning from General Trench. Um, he warned. He warned. Still bothers me that he's a spider. He's a spider. I think it's cool. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. Like, I don't know why. What? I think it's very Star Wars esque, and I love. <laughs> he's been blown up twice, and every time he comes back, he comes back with more robotic parts. He comes back more as a robot spider than he does uh, a real spider. Um, so he warns Wattamore that the Bad Batch are coming and speaking of good old, old Wattamore Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Uh, if you remember or not, he's the leader of the Techno Union uh, <laughs> who told uh, Count Dooku as he was messing with his voice box um, he was going, we will sign your treaty, Count. Uh, that's him. Um, in Attack of the Clones way back then. Mm. And yet, somehow, even though they've signed a treaty with the Separatists, they somehow yet maintain their business neutrality in the war. I don't know how the hell that works. Yeah, me. Um, this is just like the banking clan we find out who signed the same damn treaty and they're neutral and they're funding, they were funding both sides of the war at one point. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about the whole duality of this, Hank? I don't know. Well, it's kind of weird that you sign a treaty with one side, yeah, but it works for the both sides. Yeah, and they're they're, they're neutral, supposedly yeah. neutral. Well, they're neutral yeah. on the same token that they also keep him echoed captive, but. right? But they bought him, yeah, supposedly. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I guess it just pays to have a Sith Lord on each side of the war. Yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> um, also, Tamora is um, all about business. When it comes to human life, speaking of which, because when he says to Rex later, you know, your friend Echo's dead, but we own we own his mind. Mm -hmm. So like it's our piece of property. We bought him, you know, even though it's a human life essentially. Um, so let's move on to it's a trap, or well, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. So they get led to the city, and uh, uh, kind of like B. A. Baracus, uh, Wrecker's kind of we find that's the one that's afraid of heights. Well, he's not afraid of heights. It's just the higher he goes, he's afraid of gravity. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm not really afraid of anything. Yeah, I'm not even afraid of heights. I just, it just happens to be that like the higher I go, I just you know I kind of worry about gravity. I got this problem with gravity. But anyway, 
I, I was just like, okay, that's taken straight out of the A team, except at least he actually confronts it where they had to knock BA out. Or right, something. yeah. But, um, <laughs> the badge batch ends up suggesting that the signal, because they lose it, they could be a trap, could actually be a trap, and Crosshair, here comes the aggressiveness again, accuses Rex of letting his personal feelings get in the way. Mm-hmm. Because, well, yeah, I bet, I think he even accused him, goes even further, that, you know, I bet you left him for dead. And it doesn't matter, though, because he's just another reg. Right. Which sets which, Rex yeah, off. Sex Rex off, which is, you know, you can tell us how deep he's, deeply he's involved in this. He's like, no, he's alive. He's alive. I can tell, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and then, he, then we do get back, and he's like, well, I guess it could be he's alive because it could be I'm only getting a signal when he's transmitting. Right. It's not a constant beacon. And they're like, oh, okay, let's go find him then. Like, right. Yeah. The, the, Crisis averted. Yeah. Well, Skywalker <laughs> has to step in and yeah. you guys go on. I'll talk to him alone. Yeah. You know, and, and he does. He he goes, you know, you have to admit the possibility Echo's dead. But Rex goes on and goes, you know, I've lost a lot of guys, but I heard his voice. I, I just tell, you know. And then he goes, well, you got to be prepared for it. And he says, if it ends up being that way, I'll deal with it then. But I have to know, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to the attack on Tamor City. Um, so much for stealth right off the back, right? Uh, Wrecker kind of steams right into combat. And we see a new kind of battle droid. Um, so instead of the typical B-series Roger Rogers, uh, we get what's called a D-wing battle droid. Uh, apparently, it's a, this according to the internet, a variant of the B series battle droid, an exclusive experiment by the Techno Union. Hmm. These uh, droids have built in blasters, so instead of carrying a blaster, it's built into their actual arms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're different looking, they have a different looking head, and apparently they can fly. Uh, we don't see that in this episode, but apparently they can fly. They can fly? fly? Apparently they can fly. So they, but they threw them off the building, and the other one goes, why? Mm, I, I don't know. Maybe they all can fly, but maybe it's certain. certain certain ones can, yeah. certain ones can. Um, their programming, however, seems to be similar to the B series as far as we don't really hear them say "Roger, Roger" necessarily, but their actions would. But they do have that. Easy. They do have that dumb, like idiotic yeah. responses to things, like when it, like when they kick, kick yeah. off the thing, and it's like, "Why? Like, yeah. is that you? What are you? You were surrounded. Give up! Ah! <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like it's stupidity. Yeah. yeah. The the the, cu- the humor is still there. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> Against though, uh, Skywalker and the Bad Batch are to me just make a great team. They're they're knock they knock out these D wing battle droids right and left, even though there's I don't know thousands of them. And there are hundreds of them at least that they're battling. Um, and I gotta be honest, it's it's too bad there just isn't more time in the Clone Wars because I think it'd been cool to see Skywalker team up with these guys more often. On a couple missions, yeah, different missions, different scenarios, especially the really hard missions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way Skywalker's attitude is and the way theirs are, it really mashes up. You know, it it could have gotten it could have gotten very interesting. I think anyway. I don't know. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Be think it'd be cool to see more or yeah. I mean, always explore the always want always want to see more. Yeah. Um, but like like with this with this, I didn't watch a lot of the first s- several seasons of this, so it's like yeah, I'm not as vested as you are. Right. So I, I still think I still am like. Catching up. Catching up, kind of, if you will, yeah. in this. So I'm not as vested in the Rex character as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know who Anakin is, but I've seen all the movies. Right. And, you know, so I can, I can follow that part. But yeah. the Rex part, right? I, I've seen him in... Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. And he's not the same as in here. Right. Much I, older. And I, and I saw yeah. him on, uh, you know, Return of the Jedi. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, <laughs> in his cameo. Retro. Retro, right? Yeah. Retro. Um, you know, I've, I've seen that kind of stuff, but I haven't seen any really in-depth of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing it expanded more. Yeah. Oh, just for that aspect, I haven't seen anything, and I'd, I'd much rather see an expansion of what I'm watching now as opposed to watching stuff that happened before. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I just think that the way that uh, Anakin approaches battles is pretty much the same way they do. But I also think that Anakin's ten- dark side tendencies and and would be interesting to see those played out with these guys along his along his side at his side, so to speak. But it, I I don't know what what what, what could have been, I guess. Um, anyway, um, so let's move on to Echo's chamber. Um, which I don't know about you, but this whole um, this is how I kind of felt when I saw the actual room that he's in. Mm-hmm. It's very like the whole um, Tamor culture. They they're very it's like steampunk meets Star Wars meets Frankenstein. When at least mm-hmm. when we get to the the whole uh, room, I think yeah, you, you described it a little differently. I think there you brought up something else. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, like his actual plot itself, like Captain America's. Yeah, when he comes so, out. Yeah, when he like so based based on like what was it, the fifties, sixties. Yeah, like the fifties. Yeah. yeah, so he, and he had, was like that one tube with one porthole Portal. to look inside. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Uh, there was that, and then the room kind of reminded me of basically the same way. Mm-hmm. Like in Captain America, they're all in that circular room around the one pod. Pod, yeah. Yeah, it, in the uh, the giant things with the electricity going off, I was, I was like, oh, that's straight up Frankenstein, mm-hmm. you know? And just even the controls just have a very steampunkish, the round glasses that Tamora wears, everything's very kind of, it, it's just kind of a cool, cool thing to have in Star Wars, really. Uh, I'd like to see more of it, really. Um, when they get Echo first out, he's obviously half frozen, and um, but he's attached to the system in his head. He's got, you know, cybernetic implants, kind of Borgish, if you will, from mm-hmm. Star Trek, and he's got robotic legs. Um, maybe a little bit of foreshadowing of the Vader suit, kind of come, you know, how you see uh, Anakin when he takes off his helmet. And yeah, but it does. Jedi. It does give you this the sense of like how much they can take away from somebody and still preserve them. Right, actually keep them. Yeah. in some sort of form. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he, he does recognize Rex, and you came back for me, and that's pretty much where we leave off for this episode. Um, Brian, what's your final thoughts and grades there, my friend, on uh, Season 7, Episode 2, A Distant Echo? Um, it was short, but that's the way all these seem to be. Yeah. Um, I really liked the ship. Yes. The ship was really cool. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, you know, using the Bad Batch, I was telling you, I really like their helmet designs, except for the, except for uh, Wrecker. I don't really care for his design, but yeah. the rest of them, I kind of like. They're like the one that has the bullseye, the one has. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that, but um, overall, I'd give it a. How are we grading this? Graded against I, what? All right, I tell you what. Let's use. Uh, we'll use a scale of one to ten uh, lightsabers. One to ten lightsabers. Yeah. What am I grading it against? Uh, like, like, am I grading against Rebels? Am I grading against the movies? Or against other episodes of Clone Wars? You, you grade it however you feel. Whatever you felt like. It's your personal opinion. Okay, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. I graded a three three lightsabers. Ooh, okay. Low. 
very too much, low. Too much of a setup yeah. episode. Very, or very, very low. Very set up. Very it wasn't even though there was like a little bit of action. It was more of a uh, misunderstanding action than it was anything else. Mm -hmm. And then they blew through those droids on that thing really, really way too easily, in my opinion. Okay. Even though they, it was like, oh, they're gonna split them up and they're all gonna fight their own little thing. And then it was like one group split up. Everybody else was basically together when they were thinking they were like, oh, we'll save budget if we don't do that. And we'll just have everybody. It was like and that was a time constriction. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was one of those. So I'll give it I'll give it a three lightsabers if I'm graded against like the whole Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. I'll give it a seven if I'm graded against the previous episode. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm going to stick with the seven for both um, if we're looking at it both ways. Uh, it uh, I like the, the 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 Padme scene. I like the foreshadowing of Revenge of the Sith. Um, I like the I like like the personal relationship that they show between Rex and and, and Skywalker and and actually show that a lot more. Um, I even I even liked a little bit of humor in here when I, I think we forgot to cover it. when Kenobi says tell Padme I said hello because he knew it was oh yeah because he asked him what they were doing and yeah. and they're like oh I was just fixing his stuff without you <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's just fixing my stuff and he walks out and he goes here's your helmet yep you're like oh he was fixing his stuff and then he goes well did you at least tell Padme I said hello oh, yeah. and then he was like oh crap <laughs> he knew the whole time yeah yeah I, it, it was just like it's like your dad knowing exactly what mm -hmm. you're up to the whole time yeah it was so little humor like that. Um, I did like the, like I said, the whole techno, the ship was cool, uh, the techno, uh, um, the Timor techno steampunk Star Wars Frankenstein, and uh, and the look of Echo hooked up to the machine, I guess. Um, so, uh, for all those reasons, I'll, I'll bump it up to a, a 7, 7 out of 10. So, uh, not the best episode, but a, a decent episode. It remains, we're, we're moving forward, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Because I think the next episode is going to be much more action packed. Yeah. I think. I mean, the, the thing with with Echo kind of reminds me of you know playing with GI Joes, mm -hmm. where your rubber band would break, <laughs> yeah, and so you can come you in two pieces, Joe, and you're yeah. like, how can I make this work? Um, we'll say he's half buried in the sand. <laughs> yeah. Even though he came apart, we'll say he's half buried in the sand, so I can still play with him. Yeah. <laughs> or his arm came off. He still lives. Yeah. He still lives. He can still fight with one hand. Yeah. He doesn't need, he doesn't need two hands. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I think it's cool that they're they're bringing Echo back. You know that they're using something from the past to you know reintroduce this new kind of storyline, this whole arc. So, but anyway, uh, with that said, one more time before we go, again, if you want to find us on social media, real quick, the best place to go is where www.4midwestguys.com. You can find us on Facebook.com/4midwestguys at 4midwestguys on Twitter. Uh, Egg Zone, you can be Brian, Nick, find you there mm -hmm. on Twitter yeah. and mm -hmm. Stardust. Same for me at bwilly1977. Four underscore Midwest underscore guys for Instagram. Uh, four Midwest guys at gmail.com. You've got the fan voicemail line at 1 855 363 5952. Remember, if we like it, you'll get your voice on air. So make your voice heard. Yeah. You'll be online 859 363 5952. Destination for Midwest guys. Yes. Um, so yeah, so it, that's your everywhere. That's where you can find us. Uh, and don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe, especially on you know Apple uh, iTunes or YouTube, Apple Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcast. I Apple podcast. That now. 
um, as well as all the other YouTube, social media, Iron Radio, especially YouTube. We want to get 100. Yeah, so. we're we're at 58. I just looked before the podcast. Okay. We're at 58. So, so we need 42 more. Over half. So please follow, like, and subscribe. Support us if you like the programming, and uh, do reach out to us. There's plenty of ways as you can see to do that. So do that as well. All right, Brian. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, Glad to be back. Welcome back. And this is uh, B. Willie saying, "May the force be with you always."